Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into a conversation around uh, some of the data uh, that is coming out of BankServe Africa, which is uh, the largest automated payments clearinghouse um, in Africa. And uh, because of, you know, the their position in between, um, you know, facilitating all these payments between the banks, uh, they're able to give us some insight um, into what's actually going on. Um, we've been talking to Banks of Africa for a number of years now, and we always track certain metrics that come out of you know that stable. And uh, to help us to navigate through uh, some of these new data points, we are joined uh, by someone who's no stranger to the platform, and that is Shogren Naidu, who is uh, the head of stakeholder engagements over at Banks of Africa. Shogun, uh, greetings to you today once again, and I think for the first time in 2022. Good afternoon, Muriwa. Good afternoon to your listeners. Yes, it's the first time in 2022. I hope it's not the last time. Really looking forward to having a conversation with you. Okay, cool. So um, I think where we can begin, uh, I understand you guys have uh, some new data around the Betty. Uh, that is uh, the Banks of Africa Economic Transaction Index. And uh, at least from my understanding, it is a fast and broad um, overview of uh, current economic trends um, over a number of different sectors, you know, just based on, uh, you know, transactions um, in the economy. Maybe you could just, uh, you know, give us a little bit more color around the Betty and some of the data points that you guys uh, take in and what it actually seeks uh, to tell us about the state of the economy. Thanks. Thanks, Mariwa. So uh, the, the, the Betty, as you've indicated, is a now cost indicator, which um, really gives a, a nice snapshot of what's been happening in the economy, um, particularly the key um, factors or key events that, that could be contributing to, to uh, economic um, well-being or economic health. The, the February 2022 Betty was 131.1 points, which is 4.3% higher than the February 2021 and 2% higher than the January 2022 numbers. Um, the value of standardized nominal nominal value of the transactions that uh, were processed and that or that went into the the betty uh, was 1.1 trillion rands so that's that's quite a quite an impressive uh, uh, amount of 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 uh, in terms of of uh, from a value of transactions and the volume of transactions was 118.7 million uh, transactions. The average value per transaction was 8,765 rand, which is, is really only about 1.1% higher than the, the February 2021 numbers. So basically what, the, what that, that, that kind of, um, from, from our, in terms of our assessment of that is that even though the, 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 the number of transactions or the, the volume of va uh, value of transactions has, has, is so large, with the average value of transactions only being 1.1% higher than February 2021, there's an indication that consumers have been spending cautiously um, as not as high 
Um, as one would have would have thought, um, uh, given the 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 the, chi- the change in time, um, because if you look at the February uh, 2021, the in terms of the the actual value was 985 billion rands, and with 105 million transactions. So here we're looking at. 1.1 trillion rands and 118 million transactions um, over this, this one-year period. But when you're looking at the fact that the average value had only increased by 1.1%, it, it makes you think, okay, well, that's such a big uh, difference there. But it's, it's still indicating that possibly the, the consumer is a little bit more cautious. And it's probably a function of the, the environment in which, which we we current, currently finding ourselves in. Um, with everything that's happening um, from an inflationary perspective, um, we, we're living in a time now with um, uh, a high inflation rate. Um, it's, inflation is sitting at, at 5.7%. It was 5.9% in, in December. Um, and we're anticipating that with, the, um, with everything that's been happening in the Ukraine and, and the, the, you know, the, the concerns around the war, um, the, the impact that it's had on um, oil oil price because oil is now sitting at over a hundred dollars a barrel. So the inflationary impact of of that will certainly be flowing into the system. Um, the the other factors that that will be uh, contributing to the higher uh, potentially higher inflationary environment. Um, also emanating from the war will be the impact on on things like. Uh, cooking oil and so forth, because commodities have have risen. Commodity prices definitely have risen with with everything that's happening. Um, but with the Ukraine being one of the world's largest producers of sunflowers, the 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 in, the impact on the world's global supply of of sunflowers and which flows into sunflower oil and so forth, which is one of the staples um, in in South African homes. Um, will also be an increase in terms of the 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 uh, increase in, in uh, percentage increase in, in sunflower oil and so forth. So we we anticipating that with all of these these factors and then load shedding having now coming into play as well. I mean we we all living through this 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 week with uh, the load shedding back on that all of these are going to certainly be putting a pressure on 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 South Africans. So just as you're as you're talking, I'm just thinking to myself, with everything that uh, you've just highlighted now, because, um, you know, with the description you've just given about, um, you know, the bet, you're looking at the number of transactions and also the volume, um, you know, the amount of money that is flowing through um the the system at the same time the number of transactions that are flowing through the system do as banks of africa do you guys anticipate that with all the pressures that you've just uh, you know told us now um does that translate to you know more volume of transactions and you know um a greater amount of money being spent because of the inflation that you're talking about right now or do we see a depression in the amount of activity because people just can't cope with their pockets because you know i i guess it's an interesting one because um the 
the the the reality of inflation is that um it causes things to look like they're going up but does that necessarily mean that um a higher volume of transactions re- translates to you know healthy activity or does that end up being people actually choosing to spend less like how do you see that going so that that's that's a great question and the, the when you're looking at the impact of commodity prices in this last this last while i mean in, in this last year if you recall the the budget man, uh, the, the the finance minister at the budget speech indicated that there was a a 300 billion rand uh, inflows into the economy which have actually uh, as a result of of the 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 higher commodity prices and which have actually allowed for for an over uh, over collection from from the fiscus and which has actually artificially buoyed the econ- the economy um with this artificial buoyancy in the economy it's led to to the types of of uh, transactions and 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 payments flowing through the economy um they so in other words there is um and in influx of of foreign capital that's coming to the country and is finding it's being dispersed through the the national payment system via the different forms of of transactions right but at the same time when we're looking at these other um uh inflationary factors and like i said uh fuel fuel had been wasn't i mean for for a while fuel 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 wasn't too bad but now we've seen that fuel prices have just spiked um uh with the 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 oil prices now having skyrocketed and everything else that i spoke about uh wheat having gone up um like i said the sunflower oil and all of those those factors um you're going to find that people are not spending as much and that's why i made that point earlier that the the uh um, the average transaction value was still relatively low um on a year on year basis because it indicates that the consumers are still being cautious they there's still a bit of concerns in the economy and this is probably because you find that and I, there's another data point that we're going to be talking to which is the banks of africa take home pay index um and we finding that there are fewer people that are getting paid in the formal economy and as a result of retrenchments um or alternatively some of these those industries that um salaries have been uh impacted um such as the airline industry um the, some of the state owned enterprises and so forth where people are not getting paid as much in terms of their full salary so this is these are contributing to the cautionary cautionary note from a, a consumer spending perspective um so that's why i'm 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 and and that's probably one of the reasons why the reserve bank have been when they, even though they've they've now started increasing interest rates um or the, the the repo rate it's been in a very measured uh way um so we at this point where the repo rate uh, i mean we we're looking at inflation um um cpi as i mentioned was about 5.7% and we're looking at at repo rates of of 4% now it's now at 4% um which will 
curtail. Um, I mean, if, if there was any borrowings and people trying to, to live from their borrowings, um, it will, uh, or living on credit, it will cause people to, to actually start being more uh, considered of that and to be more cautionary of that. But it's, it's also telling of the fact that the Reserve Bank is cognizant that this inflationary, these inflationary pressures are not necessarily caused by, um, by consumers going out there and, and just um, spending on their, their credit cards left, right, and center. Yes, there, there are people that probably have had to, to resort to, to that purely because of the factors that I've mentioned earlier, either having gotten retrenched or alternatively salaries having been uh, uh, slashed uh, for uh, reasons as caused by the pandemic. I want to just uh, uh, take a moment to drill down on, um, I guess, that next data point that you highlighted, which is uh, the take-home pay, um, because I think it then lends itself exactly like what you were articulating just now, um, how it lends itself to whether or not we're going to be seeing those dynamics of uh, you know people increasing the number of uh, transactions uh, or the amount uh, or the value in response to some of these inflationary pressures that we're talking about right now. Uh, because uh, I will just getting more detail around take home pay because I think um, if I remember correctly, the last time that you spoke to us. Um, about take-home pay um, from Banks of Africa's data, uh, you had actually noted that uh, the number of seasonal and part-time workers, you know, going back to work earlier in 2021, um, you know, that there were a number of those that were now going back um, at the earlier part of 2021 as the economy had started to recover. Where are we now? You know, how are things looking like um, on that front? I think you've already given us the first uh, indication that there are less people being paid um, at the moment. What other things have you guys found? Sure. And in fact, that that point that there are less people being paid is probably contributing to the fact that the average take on pairs increased by 13% in nominal terms and 6.6% in real terms. Now, that's, that's quite a, a, a massive um, increase there. Um, and um, so the nominal terms, the take on pay had increased to 17,410 Rand. This is also the first time that the take on pay has moved in over the, the 17,000 uh, threshold. Um, in real terms, the take on pay had increased to 17,102 Rand which was a 10.2% um, increase. Um, the, the typical, in other words, the median take-home pay had increased by 3.2%. Um, this, is, this is versus the, the low-income wages. So we, we're talking about that that's, that's from January to comparison of January to December, uh, between January and December. The, the reason for that is that December had 190,000 casual workers. Now, and this had dropped to 112,000 in January. So this talks to that whole cyclical attrition um, because December, um, as you're well aware, I mean, with the, the, the hotels, the restaurants, um, a number of the, the, the places that, that um, rely on, on, on casual workers um, had actually pushed right through to, to 190,000, which was, which was 
very, very high uh, relative to, to where we've been experiencing in these last few years. Um, those, in fact, those high numbers are, are, are in December, are a good indication that the previously impacted industries have been recovering. Um, but the, the declines in, in the numbers, when you're looking at it in, 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 in January, um, indicates that the, the, the casual workers have, the, the lower end, lower paid workers um, have fallen off, off that number from 190,000, so that's 190 to 112,000. Um, and hence, it's actually artificially increased that, that number. Um, I think that's, that's really the, the best way to describe it in terms of that, that, uh, that huge increase there. Um, because it's a 10.2% it's a, it's a increase between the January 2022 and the December 2021 numbers. Um, so that's, that's just something to, to, be, to be cognizant of. Um, something else that... Uh, we, we look at in cognizance on, together with the, the take-home pay is the Banks of Africa Private Pensions Index, um, in which we, we look at the number of private pensions that have been banked uh, in, this, in this period. And the nominal average pension was 9,356 rand. But this is the first time that we've had a decline it's declined by 0.5% on a year-on-year basis. But this has been the first time that it's declined in 19 months. In fact, only eight out of 116 months in which private pensions have actually recorded a real decline. Um, so that's, that's also something that, that was quite telling. And, and it's also an indication of just how, uh, I mean, the, the private pensions and the pensions uh, contribute to... Um, daily lives and, and uh, keeping the, the home fires burning in, in South Africa. Uh, um, the, the total amount that was paid to employees and pensioners, so this is a, a cumulative value, had increased by 8.9% in nominal terms and 3% in real terms. So what this tells us, when we comparing this now from uh, this, this combined value of both private pension as well as take-home pay, when you're comparing it over the, the last few years that we've been living, that only in September 2021 did the real total salary and pensions increase above the, the previous months. So in other words, for, for, for the last uh, few years, it's been, it, it's not, there's, there hasn't been a noticeable increase on a month-on-month -month basis for the, com the combination of the two. Um, whereas we've had a repeat now in December 2021 of uh, the combined uh, salary as well as pensions increasing on a month on month, as well as then in January 2022. So in other words, two months back to back, there's been this, this increase of, of both uh, uh, the, the salary and the, uh, the, the pensions, which really is an indicator to us that consumers are receiving pre-pandemic levels of real income. Um, but then this goes back to the point I made earlier, that there are fewer people that are taking out money. So fewer people are receiving the total amount of take-home pay than before the pandemic. It's actually very interesting the way that these dynamics are playing out because 
when someone sits and listens or at least examines some of these data points, they do seem a little bit contradictory. And I think that lends itself to the complexity um, that is um, in the South African economy at the moment. Because, for example, you are talking about the fact that in nominal terms, uh, pensions have gone up. Uh, but what you're seeing on the index is that there's been a slight 0.5% decrease, you know, in what you guys are seeing on that index. And then at the same time, um, take home pay nominally looks like it's going up, but it's simply because, um, the same amount of money, roughly the same amount of money is being shared amongst fewer people. You know, so that gives the impression that take on pay um, has gone up and um, all of it, you know, when I think about the bigger picture, um, sounds like a reinforcement of this issue of um, jobless growth you know, this phenomenon that um, the South African economy does experience growth, though small in certain cases, there is growth that does happen. But just because there's growth, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, that the economic growth translates itself to um, growth in, in jobs or the number of people that are being paid um, in the economy. That's, that's such an astute observation. Um, um, and in fact, it's when you're talking about the, 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 the jobless growth and, you, and you're looking at the, the fact that there are fewer people that are, that are now in the real economy or getting paid through the, the systems as, as compared to uh, pre-pandemic. It also, one can, can then actually then stretch that assessment or that analysis to look at what could be happening outside of the realms of the, the formalized payment sector. Um, in other words, more people either opening spaza shops at home, more people either doing um, relying on, on things that would have been considered a side gig and a side hustle to now actually be the thing that's putting the bread on, on the food on the table. But what is also indicator um, is that knowing that a lot of those transactions are um, undertaken in cash and don't necessarily come through the, the formalized national payment system. In fact, in South Africa, we are probably one of the largest cash users in the world. Nine out of 10 transactions are in cash in South Africa. And when we look at this, even though the, we, we're seeing that there's this, this increase in inverted, comma, inverted commas of the, the, the average, uh, the take-home pay, but in reality, with the loss of, of, of uh, and with the, the casualties in, in the employed sector, and this is by no means, I mean, obviously, when Stats SA comes out with their, their data on, on uh, the labor, we'll be able to, to know factually whether this is, this is just us um, trying to, to, to make a, a, an estimated uh, uh, um, a qualified guess or whether there's actual merit in, in this estimation. But it, as I said, it, there's more money that's flowing outside in, in, in cash. And that's also one of the, the, the factors and one of the reasons why the industry is trying to move towards things like, um, and I know you've covered this in, in previous uh, sessions, um, things like RPP, um, which is the, the rapid payments program, and which is an, an, an attempt to be able to 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 cut away at the the, the cash and to actually bring some of the, that cash 
much into um, into the the formalized payment uh, system, um, and to be able to allow people to make real time payments using their their, their mobile devices. Um, instantaneously in a secure, trusted manner, and then hopefully to be able to bring. So even if we're not getting the the necessary the, the employment in the formalized sectors, but from those side hustles, from those spaza shops, we'll at least be able to bring um, a portion of that into the formalized payment system, and that that I think will give us a much truer reflection of the economic health of South Africa. All right. So it's been uh, quite a fascinating discussion. Uh, we were talking to Sugar Naidu, who is the head of uh, stakeholder engagement um, over at Bank Serve Africa around some of the data points uh, that have come out. Um, there were two in particular that we spoke around. Uh, the first one being the Bank Serve Africa Economic Transaction Index, otherwise known as the Betty, and then at the same time looking at the Take Home Pay Index um, on that front, and also um, just briefly touching on uh, the private pensions um, index that he was touching on. And one of the big um, overarching themes that we were highlighting through the day is the fact that uh, there seems to be more activity, more transactions, but one can't just look at the data and just say, oh, there's growth or that, um, you know, things are going well because there has been a pickup in the number of transactions, a pickup in the number of uh, uh, the amount um, of money that's being um, spent in the system. At the same time, the amount um, on average that's being paid um, to each individual in the economy uh, rather it's a more complex and nuanced discussion that needs to be had around issues like jobless growth um, around the fact that uh, there are less people that are actually being paid um, at the moment. So it gives the impression that uh, average take-home pay has gone up, but yet um, there's still a whole section of people that aren't um, being paid. And also at the same time, um, lending itself to some of the broader uh, discussions that we've been having on um, on this platform around Russia, Ukraine, commodity prices, oil, all of that. How is that feeding into uh, the consumer pressure story? How is that feeding into higher fuel prices how is all of that um, likely going to feed into um, higher food prices down the line and what is all that um, going to do to spending in the economy Shogren as always thank you so much for being with us today it's my absolute pleasure Modiwa thank you very much thanks for affording us the opportunity to chat, chat today this is Modiwa's take to say that people are under pressure economically is uh, just continues to feel like an understatement at this point and especially given all of the different pressures that we keep highlighting whether it's rising fuel prices um, whether it's an expected uh, increase in the price of wheat um, you know which might feed into um, other food prices as well as the oil price feeding into food prices all of that stuff it's just, it's really coming to the fore now and um it's always great having a discussion with someone like Shogren who can give um, an explanation of what's going on you know based on the data that they have uh, simply to say that 
just because certain data looks good when you drill down you actually find that it's actually not um, the rosy picture that it's that is being painted i think that's a very important thing um, that's happening right now proof um, that less people are being paid right now but um, when you look at things like inflation it looks like there's a greater amount of money uh, that's going through the system at the same time it looks like there's more people being paid in the system yet the actual reality on the ground is much, uh, much, much colder than all of that. So going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how these things develop, um, especially when it comes to consumer, um, the pressure that consumers are currently under. How are people actually going to cope with everything that's going on? How are people coping and what are, what plans can be actually put into place now uh, when it comes into that one of the discussions we've been having is around what type of relief um, can governments around the world bring when it comes to higher higher oil prices and higher fuel prices at the pump right um, and as much as that is important um, long term it doesn't seem sustainable uh, simply because at some point you know all of that stuff has to be all of those losses have to be made back because nothing is ever free in an economy i think that is one of the big messages i always try to you know give out there to say that nothing is ever free in an economy whatever relief people can get today it will be paid back in one way or another somewhere down the line either it's going to be taken out of something or uh, people are going to lose out on something else so how all of that develops over time it will be interesting but right now it is important uh, that people do have plans in place uh, because it seems as if um, more and more uh, tightening is going to be needed going forward And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.